0: Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now, here's our mama. Hey, y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now, I know you guys are as obsessed with TikTok as I am. And what's really fun is having some of my favorite TikTokers on the show. So, today we have one that I really just love to follow, and she always has such great content morgan wright and she is basically a reality tv tiktoker and instagrammer and i just can't wait to talk to her and get all of the scoop and just everything else that's going on in reality tv so everyone please welcome morgan wright to the show hi morgan Hi, Erin. Thank you for having me. Of course. I feel like you're just, you know, this famous TikToker and you're just (laughs) (laughs) coming to chat with me. I'm just, I'm so grateful and I'm just so excited to connect with you. I'm glad we were able to connect on Instagram. I've been sharing your TikToks for a while now, so I'm glad that we're able to, you know, really get to know each other.
1: I will say it already feels a bit different because I'm normally just talking to myself. So it's nice to actually talk to somebody else and not just jerk myself on a camera.
0: (laughs) Right? Exactly. Well, I'd love to know kind of how you got started. And by the way, you guys, Morgan is in Ohio, which I love because I grew up in Kentucky, so Midwest girls. But are you from Ohio, like born and raised?
1: I am, yeah. So I was born and raised in Cleveland. I live there now. Uh, I lived in West Virginia for a little bit, but actually... I went to college there, and then while I was in school, my family moved back into the same house we moved out of eight years prior to that. So we kind of came full circle, and I've been in Cleveland for the past six years. I work on a morning radio show here, which is actually kind of how I got into TikTok, because in quarantine, I had to do my radio show from home, and I was really just looking for something to fill my time. And on the morning show, I do all the pop culture research and trending stories and all that stuff. And that's kind of when TikTok started exploding. So I thought, you know, I love what I do on my day job, but I need to kind of just get on the TikTok train here and do (laughs) what I love and make TikTok videos. And I had no idea. I mean, no idea that it would kind of blow up the way that it has, but I love it. It's so much fun. It's so easy to do. And I just love being able to interact with people that otherwise I would have never met like you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. I've had a dream of like being on radio for so long. I'm so curious how you even got into that, and do you want to give your radio station a shout out?
1: Of course, yeah. So I work on Q104. It's WQAL here in Cleveland. It's a hot AC station, so we play Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, you know, all the big hits of the day, and I absolutely love it. In school, I was a broadcast journalism major. I thought I wanted to do TV news. I very quickly realized that I was not serious enough to be a TV news reporter. (laughs) And really on a whim, before I graduated, I needed an internship. And I ended up interning at a radio station. I I had never even considered doing radio before that internship. And it kind of just ignited a passion. I really clawed my way from the bottom. Uh, I did you know, street team, promotions, did a night show, did a midday show, and and now I'm on a morning show, which is just, I love it so much.
0: That is incredible. I love to hear this. That is seriously like where I thought my life would go at some point. So I'm going to live vicariously through you because that's insane. Of course. So <laughs> much fun. <laughs> and you have a great radio voice, by the way, so I'm not like surprised at all. <laughs> Thank you. How many years ago did you start that job?
1: I've been in radio for five years. Yeah, when I did my internship, you know, I came back home. I wasn't really working. And then randomly, it was at a smaller station um, on the outskirts of Cleveland. Uh, They needed a night show host. So I went there. And then, long story short, I ended up going back to the station in Cleveland that I worked at on Promotions. Doing weekend shifts, doing overnight production. I mean, I have worked every shift under the sun, the stars, and the moon because I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to do the morning show. So I literally have done it all. But definitely mornings is, is where it's at. You get more liberty to kind of do what you want and talk more in depth about the things that I'm passionate about, like pop culture and reality TV and all that good stuff. So I love it.
0: For sure. I'll have to tune in.
1: Yeah, you can stream it online. If you um, download the radio.com app, you can stream it on there. All you have to do is look up the call letters, which, like I said, are WQAL, and it's 104.1, and you can stream it from
0: anywhere. Oh, my God. That's awesome. You guys, go listen to Morgan. I'm very curious, right now, like, what's the hot pop culture topic?
1: It's got to be, it's all about The Bachelor right now. Okay. I mean, especially this this season has been such a wild, wild ride. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm an avid Bachelor watcher. I was actually on an episode of The Bachelor on Peter's season.
0: What? I don't know. Did you watch Peter's season? (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I'm I'm an OG season one.
1: (laughs) So they came to Cleveland, if you remember. Oh, my God. Yes. They played tackle football at First Energy Stadium, and I was the little sideline reporter on that group date. (sighs) So that's kind of like my 15 minutes of fame for me. I got to meet Peter, meet any of the girls, but I did talk to, for a quick second, Victoria Paul, which was the one with the really long blonde hair because she was injured and she couldn't play. So she was kind of wandering around. I got to just say hi to her briefly.
0: Oh my God. Um, That's crazy, Morgan.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was actually talking about it a lot on the morning show because I wanted to crash the date. And I... (laughs) I kept getting denied because, you know, you can apply to, like, go watch a group date or whatever. They did about three in downtown Cleveland, but I kept getting denied because I was a media member. Uh So I was on the morning show just complaining, crying (laughs) about how bad I wanted to crash a date. And one of the producers heard it on the radio and they called me up and said, Hey, we need somebody. Would you be interested? And I died. Oh my gosh, I died. It was the best experience ever.
0: Oh my God. That I'm like, what? That is so cool. I love (laughs) that. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so glad you got to do that being a big fan. Now, what were your first impressions of Peter? Or did you, you actually like talk to him or you just saw him? Yeah. So I,
1: um, I kind of pestered my, cause you know, a producer is kind of assigned to you to walk you around throughout the day. And I was there all day, 12 o'clock to about nine 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I asked her, I'm like, can I at some point meet Peter? And she was like, of course, like, absolutely. So <laughs> we were getting ready to wrap up. And everybody was leaving and I hadn't met Peter yet. And I was like, oh no. And I, you know, I'm not a very like pushy person. So my personality, I'm like, I'm afraid to ask her again. I don't want to be annoying. But I was like, Morgan, this is the only opportunity that you will ever have to do this. So I said, hey, I was just wondering if I was still able to meet Peter. And she was like, absolutely. So he was just kind of throwing the football around the field. And so I went up to him, and he was just the nicest person ever. And, you know, at that point, nothing had been aired. So it, it hadn't exploded into what it is now. But, mm-hmm. you know, he thanked me for coming out. We talked for like five minutes. He wasn't in a rush to really go anywhere. And he was just, I could not say anything but positive things about my short five-minute interaction with him.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, my <laughs> listeners know this, but I have to share with you. So I got Barb on my live show after. Uh, no. Yes. After the season. I know I was shocked. I was like, she's going to come on. I can't believe it. She was such an integral part of the show. Peter happened to be in L.A. that day. I kind of had an idea that he was right, but I wasn't completely sure. So, and I'm a huge Peter fan, like huge. He's probably one of my top bachelors ever. I seriously think they just did him so dirty and he has like the best personality and they didn't show any of that or let him be himself on his season. So that's, I will die on that hill, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I really, really adore him. So anyway, we're live and- I asked her I was like hey you know is Peter there to say hello like I wasn't trying to interview him I knew that he couldn't like actually interview with me on the live show you know Um, it was just right right after a season and she's like oh you know I'm so sorry he's not he would have loved to be here and I kid you not not even 20 minutes later like we're close to wrapping up. She just all of a sudden looks off camera and just has this huge smile on her face. <laughs> and he literally crashed the live. And I can't believe I could even speak. Like I was so, oh my God. It was like, I don't even know. I was like a little schoolgirl, And he talked to me, you know, for a couple minutes. But I'll have to send you that because it is so funny. But yeah, he was just, he was so sweet and kind. He's like, oh my God, Aaron, hey, like. Had seen my lives, knows me, like we had been chatting, you know, through DMs for a while. When he just got off the show, he had told me he was going to come on the show, but he couldn't get it approved, you know, because he was going on like Nick's show and like all the big Bachelor podcasts, you know, he had wanted to come on. So that's what really made the difference for me. But anyway, so much fun. I will send it to you. You will die. It's hysterical. By the way, I don't know if you found out why Barb is called Sweet Nums. Did you find out? Because I saw your TikTok about that.
1: Yeah, please tell me, because I, (laughs) I, like, when I talk about Barb, I don't call her Barb. I call her Sweet (laughs) Nubs.
0: Yeah, right? So her husband, and he is an awesome guy, too, Pete Sr. I call him Papa Pete. He actually gave her that nickname, like, 30 years ago. So I just, I don't know. I think they just had, like, that was just a sweet nickname that he gave her. Like, there was really no, there was no, like, rhyme or reason behind it. It was just kind of, like, Sweet Nothings type of nickname. That was it. Yeah. It
1: makes me feel better actually hearing the reason behind it because when you don't know, we know.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's a little different, but so much fun. I adore their family and Kelly too, as just a sweetheart. So I was devastated when they broke up on New Year's Eve. I was like literally inconsolable. So upset. I mean, I just, even Dustin was like, oh, they'll get married. Like, cause Dustin has been on my show many times and we're friends and He was always just like, don't worry, like, they're solid, you know. And so it was just devastating.
1: (laughs) I know, right? I really do root for them, too. I feel like they kind of got screwed over in Mm -hmm. their season when it came to being able to spend time together. But I'm a firm believer in whatever is meant to be is meant to be.
0: I think they're done, Morgan. Honestly, like I, I don't know if you really? saw. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you saw those stories. Kelly posted like a series of stories when she was in New York apartment hunting. You saw all that, right? Yes. Okay. So there was a Rihanna song, "Take a Bow," and you should do a TikTok about this girl.
1: I know, right? I'm so behind on the times
0: here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So, take about, if you listen to the words, it's not, they're not good. <laughs> they're just right, not, they're right? not good. No. And she's like showing the New York skyline and like scenery. It was like at some sort of park where there's like a big heart and like a big peace sign. And it was so, like, the imagery was just so, like, in your face, like, oh my God, something is not right. This is, this is not going well. Right. And yeah. it just, to me, It feels like they're done. Like, it feels like she put everything in. I'm sure he did, too. You know, they put their all into it. And on his stories, he's at a bar surrounded with girls and living his life. So I think they both moved on. That's my take on it. And also the whole, like, apartment thing. Like, I think she was at his apartment at some point during that apartment hunting And then just nothing. Like, she never, I think his family was out there. When she was out there, she never, like, saw them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would feel like they would have dinner together. I mean, he was having dinner with, like, these random people.
1: I think it's one of those things where they're just really on separate paths in life. Yeah,
0: I think he might be a Clooney. Like, I think he might just be just a single guy until he's, like, in his 40s. Which, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But Kelly wants to be. Yeah, settle down have kids like start a family like I get it so yeah I think she's 29 just like he is I want to say I get that completely so anyway we'll see what happens with them but I adore them both I really really do so I love that you met him that is the coolest thing ever I'm so glad you had that opportunity and I'm glad that you have positive things to say about him because I can't stand when people talk negatively about him because I think he is a really good guy but
1: And I honestly think that Matt James is kind of going through something similar right now where nobody really got to see his true personality on the show and everyone is saying that he's kind of bland and boring but if you follow him on TikTok, he's really not at all. And that's a really main problem that I've had with The Bachelor this season in general. I've been very vocal about it on my TikTok and Instagrams just Mm -hmm. that I feel like They really strayed way far away from what the show is actually supposed to be about. And I get it, you know, drama increases ratings and whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, the reason why people are tuning in is to watch love stories.
0: No, I'm with you. And then when I say that, people tell me that, no, we want the drama, you know. But here's the thing, and you've said this too, if the drama overshadows the love story, why are we even watching the show? I love that you said... I'll watch Bad Girls Club if this is what I want to see, right? right? Like there's, there are these shows, you know, Real Housewives is like that. Like we don't need, if you're watching The Bachelor, you're not watching it for those reasons. You're watching it for other reasons. So it bothers me too, especially because I have been watching from the beginning and the way that it's changed over the years is just, it's shocking. Like it's just, it's, it's very disappointing.
1: And I do feel like I've said this in one of my videos, too, that they feel like they always try to up the ante, you know, like they have Colton jump over a fence. Who was next? Uh, Hannah Brown. They have Jed, the Jed situation. Mm-hmm. Who was after Hannah? Um, Peter. Peter. And it's like the whole Maddie situation. I feel like they're just always trying to look for the next big bomb. And this season, obviously, it has just exploded, both on screen and off screen. It just feels like if there's a time for The Bachelor to, to make, like, a sharp left turn, it's it's now, and yeah. it's needed really bad.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how you feel about, you know, everything that's gone on, all the racism and all the just discrimination and everything. You know, we won't get too much into that. I've covered that so much on my other episodes. But, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like – They almost knew about Rachel's past and still allowed her to, you know, be in the show or wanted her on the show to kind of introduce racism into the show in that way. I don't want to feel that way, but I really kind of do.
1: At the end of the day, if you're a casting producer, how do you miss that? Right. You know, like, there's no way. You can do a Google search. You can type in somebody's name, put any word at the end of that name, and everything from your online presence will show up. So it's like, and especially with it only being in 2018, they did not miss that. You cannot convince me that they missed that.
0: I'm with you on that. And also, having interviewed past contestants, they have a 500 questionnaire. I am sorry. I am definitely 1,000% sure that any sort of racism or discrimination would come up at some point during that questionnaire yes. so they knew <laughs> was, i'm sorry yeah. to say but they had to know and it's blowing up in their face you know it really is so it's kind of been a waste of a season and then now with this whole and i love that you you know deep dived into this whole Izzy he with heather martin thing you know like all of that so let's talk about that a little bit um do you really feel like he is today like with heather martin
1: I don't think that he is. I know that there's a lot of evidence, but I'm getting like, remember Peter and producer Julie? Yes. I'm getting that vibe from this. Okay. Where they're both kind of just playing it up, maybe to get people to talk about them. I mean, it's everywhere. I woke up this morning and the TikTok that I made about Heather and Matt had a million views. <gasps> it was on bachelor Reddit. It was in cosmopolitan. It oh was my God. I mean, it was everywhere. And I feel like that's exactly what they wanted to happen. You know, mm-hmm. they want to maybe push a narrative. That's a little bit different than the Correct. bombs that are going off everywhere else. Cause I really wasn't expecting it to get that big, but I mean, Time will tell. And it also was like, why else would he be in California? And I had a lot of people in my comments saying that it was an old picture that he posted. Mm. And to me, but that just kind of proves my point even more that, that they know what they're doing. If it's a later gram and you're both tagging each other or not each other, but you're both using the same location at the same exact time, that's not a coincidence. Right. So I don't know if they're just trying to get us to talk about something different or if maybe they're leaving breadcrumbs or if they want it to really go off as the most dramatic season ever, you know, and kind of get a little diversion or a decoy. I don't know what it is, but I feel in my heart like they're not together.
0: I feel like it's so obvious, right? If they're both posting in the same place, like you said, at the same time, I mean, would they be that obvious? Like, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't. Like, they really can't contractually, I don't think, be that obvious, right? So I think you're right. I think they wanted to have some different narrative to just kind of divert the attention away from everything that's happening, you know, the dumpster fire that is The Bachelor right now. So that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, I don't know. I get the feeling that, like, Matt wants to kind of be like Tyler and just date models. And, you know, I just, that's kind of how I feel. But excited for the next season. Hopefully that it will be just completely different than what we've seen. That's Katie. How do you feel about that?
1: So I will say that at first I was skeptical, but I think watching the women tell all she had the bachelorette edit. Mm -hmm. I mean, way more than anybody else. And you know, they do put those girls in the hot seat as kind of a test to see you know how the audience would respond to them um and i know a lot of people like abigail i love abigail of course you know she has a story which everybody loves she really tugs on your heartstrings but i just feel like she might be too shy Mm -hmm. to be a lead i I think she'd be great on paradise But I think that Katie really does have everything that they're looking for in a bachelorette. It kind of confused me a little bit when everybody else was still going so hard on Katie at the women's hall, like Mm -hmm. trying to spin it and make it seem like it was her fault for their bad behavior. But just her hot seat with Chris, you know, she was saying how she's turning 30, I think. She knows exactly what she wants. She's Mm -hmm. just... She just doesn't understand why she hasn't had it yet. She's ready for love. I mean, it was a bachelorette pitch to a T. And I think she executed it flawlessly. I'd love to see Katie.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that, yeah, I've been trying to figure out, like, why the girls are going so hard on her. I mean, do you think that it has... A lot to do with the fact that they know that she is going to be the next lead and they and they also kind of want to redeem themselves like we're not as bad as we you know, were edited to be or or what you think that we are. I mean, I just felt like they were just trying to redeem themselves from like a yeah. horrible season.
1: Yeah, well, definitely, you know, they've probably been getting so much hate online, which, you know, nobody deserves hate, but they behaved pretty poorly. I always try to, at least in my mind, imagine, you know, how would I handle a situation that they're in? Because while I don't think I would, like, you know, bully people or be mean I will probably be emotional and cranky someday. So I do try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But then when you have people like Victoria, who think being mean is being funny, then it's like just not the best look. And I think that their perspective of reality is probably a little different than what we saw. You know, like Mm -hmm. their experience with Katie isn't the same as the viewers. You know, the viewer sees her as a moral compass and somebody who's standing up for people who are not having a good time in the house but they see it as a girl trying to sabotage their relationship with Matt because that's their that's the reality of their situation. I do like understand where they see that. Do I think that's accurate? No. I don't think any viewer thinks that that's accurate, but I can understand their perception of that. Yeah. She never named names ever. You know, she never said it was this person, this person, this person. She left it very vague. Yeah. And I forget really how Matt put the pieces of the puzzle together. I don't know if somebody else told him or or what it was, but Katie never said MJ is doing this or Victoria is doing this. So she's not a snitch, I don't think.
0: I just think that she will be a breath of fresh air. I think that she will be – more mature. And I've always said like, there should only be girls, you know, over like 20. I mean, literally 25 should be the absolute minimum age. I mean, I'm a dating coach and I will tell you if you're looking to get married these days now, you know, back in like 20 years ago, that was different. But if you're getting, looking to get married these days, you don't want to even think about marriage until you are 30. Like you just don't you just don't
1: and that you know I kind of got some heat on my tiktok I did a video about kit right everybody loves Kit, and I do too like you know I love her vibe she's a strong woman and she was talking to Matt about how she wants a career and wants to wait to have kids and wants to wait to get married which is completely fine and normal for a 21 year old but why are you on the bachelor you know what do you understand what I'm saying like It just does not compute with me why a 21-year-old would want to go on The Bachelor if they don't want to get married at the end of it.
0: Well, and that's what I have. That's my biggest problem with the show now is because they are choosing women that have no business being on the show to get married. They are there to go to paradise. They are there to have like careers in bachelor nation so they're getting them younger and younger and they're gonna have them be more catty because they're younger right they're more immature although kit was definitely mature for her age of course but but still immature and and not ready for marriage and which is fine but they are not there to get married so it's just for the drama and that's what i'm saying it makes me very angry when i see that because i know Why they are there. Why these young girls, like, who – there's no way they were ready to get engaged. So that just – it pisses me off, and I want them to go in an older direction. You know, that's why I was so excited for Katie because, yeah, she's almost 30. She is definitely ready, you know, to find her husband, to find her person. So, yeah, it just – as a dating coach, it's infuriating. Well,
1: as a dating coach, I really want to know – And I know I'm not supposed to be asking you questions. I want to know what your thoughts then were on Claire, because, you know, that's kind of what their sticking point was. You know, she is an older bachelorette. And in my opinion, she ended up being the most immature bachelorette of all time. Now, I'm thankful for her because we got Taysha out of it, who I think is the best bachelorette the franchise has ever had. But why do you think that they would even go with Claire to begin with?
0: I agree with you. Tasha set that bar so high. I don't think anybody's going to come close. And I think that she and Zach are solid. Like solid. They're going to get married, have kids, live happily ever after. I would be shocked if they didn't. So with Claire, desperate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a word, you know, in a word, I feel like the franchise felt like they owed her something, you know, for having been on the show so many times and I got to be honest with you. Like, I was rooting for her at first. I really was. I was like, yes, finally, an older bachelorette. You know, she knows what she wants. And then she goes and fucks it up and, you know, lets lust take over, which is just very childish, like you said, and very immature. I mean, even if she was feeling Dale the most, you got to give it some time. You can't just... People have applauded her for just running off with Dale. But look at the tumultuous relationship that they've had. Like they did not know each other even though she was stalking his Instagram all summer or whatever. Sorry, you still don't know this man. Like you need to spend quality time with him, which you might have gotten like two full hours the entire filming. And I've talked to enough of Tasha and Claire's guys to know that she just wasn't giving literally anyone else a chance. I mean, it was just like... It was just tunnel vision with Dale. And it's just Yeah, she was definitely
1: infatuated. I don't think it was – I don't think she was ever in love with him. I think it was just infatuation because you can't – you have to see people through situations. You know what I mean? To really understand if you do love them, you have to see them mad, happy, sad. You know, all these things. And in six days, you cannot see that.
0: Right. And she just – she was going off of a feeling – She was going off of just, she's in love with love, right? She's in love with like being in love. And she just, it was just the the sheer like desperation, probably fear of maybe not connecting with someone because we all know she's extremely picky, you know, which is fine and specific at that age you're going to be, right? But I just think that she had it in her mind the entire time, like while she was stalking his Instagram and like falling in love with him over his stories that you know, this is my guy. And the minute that he walked out of the limo, she's just like, yep, I'm done, you know, and no one else yeah. got a chance. So, But it was just so unfair to all these men who had quarantined, and I've said this a million times, and I've I've talked to them, and they're such good guys. I mean, she probably had the best crop of guys that I've seen in a very long time. So it's just a waste. I mean, it's just such a waste. And of course, yeah, Taysha came in and she got to meet most of them, but a lot of them had already left that were really, really good guys, you know? So... It's upsetting, but as a dating coach, I could say that just being desperate and just wanting that connection, and I don't care if I get heat for that. That's my opinion. I can say what I want on my podcast, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think a lot of people would agree. And she lived in Sacramento. She had a hair place in Sac, and my friends have met her, you know, and just said she's a very nice person, but I just think she's a horrible, like, she's horrible in relationships.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that we're
0: done with that. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. And for people to say, you know, when they broke up, for people to say, oh, she deserves another chance. I'm like, are you insane? No, 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 <laughs> Never again. Never again. That is crazy. Like, let's, yeah, exactly. Let's just move on. So besides The Bachelor, I know you love Salt Lake City, which is amazing. Real Housewives. Yes. And I love that it was Heather, right, who made a video for your followers?
1: yeah that was awesome back in december i really only started doing housewives and bravo TikTok in like uh september or october so it really hasn't been that long at all but it was gaining traction really quickly and i i have had a couple of housewives you know like some of my videos comment on some of my videos so that at that point salt lake city was like right in the middle of their season And I was like, you know, I really love Heather. I was like, I wonder what she would say if I DM'd her. Would she answer me? I don't know. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to shoot my shot and see what she says. And I told her, I was like, you know, Heather, I'm a huge fan. You're my favorite. I mean, she's definitely a fan favorite of Salt Lake City. And I said, "Uh, I talk about you all the time on my TikTok. I know my followers love you, too would you be able to just send me a little quick video just saying, you know, what's up to them? And she was just the nicest person ever. She, she was like, absolutely. I will send you one uh, by the end of the day. And she did. And, and I didn't even have to like ask her again, you know, like sometimes these Bravo liberties, you kind of have to hound if you want to get something from them, but she sent it to me and she comments on my videos, Her, her business, tiktok that the beauty lab laser Mm -hmm. follows me and they're like you're welcome here anytime morgan so i'm like i need to make a trip to salt lake city so i can go to her beauty lab oh
0: that is awesome you know it's so funny people always ask me like how do you connect with these people and i'm like you just send them a dm you you know it's like it's not that serious they're so accessible they're way more accessible than you think especially like in a pandemic i mean this past year it's been so easy, I feel like, to connect with people because we're all just on our phones. We're just all, right? you know, online on social media. Now, does she know you're in radio too?
1: I don't think that she does know that. No.
0: So I have a question. I love your TikToks and just being kind of newer to TikTok. I mean, I've been watching TikTok forever, but just like creating TikToks myself. How do you do like the green screen stuff? I'm so fascinated by that. And I'm sure like people listening, you know, I think we all want to create more TikToks, but we think that it's intimidating. So can you just give us like a crash course?
1: Yeah, it's definitely not the easiest to figure out. But once you do, you know, it's a lot easier. And I'll tell you, I do the bare minimum. So I really, wow. it's not a lot that I do. Normally, I'll just take screenshots, whether it's from people's Instagram or Google. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I always want a visual in the background so that it engages more people to watch than just you sitting in front of a wall, you know? Yep. So um, there's just a little like effects button. I'm going to try to pull it up and hopefully my TikTok doesn't go off. Okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so there's like an effects right before you start shooting your video, you click it. And then you'll see all these different things that you can do. And it doesn't tell you what it does, but basically you'll see it's got a green background and it's got a picture on it. And you can also do it with a video, but you just click that little button and then all of your uh, pictures from your camera roll will show up. Mm. So then you can just click on the picture and it'll show up as a green screen behind
0: you. Oh my God. That's so cool. Okay. I'm going to try one and I'm going to tag you and say, how did I do?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if you need any help, I can give you a crash course. (laughs) That is
0: so sweet. Well, I have had so much fun. One more thing before we go, who has been the favorite of yours, like that you've connected with just over the years being in radio and just doing the TikToks, everything. Um, who has been kind of your favorite celeb or favorite reality TV personality?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I would have to say I was the happiest when I got a response. I don't know if you watch Southern Charm, but I love Craig Conover, and Mm -hmm. he DM'd me about one of my videos I made about him, which just, I died. I'm such a Craig fangirl, and we actually have the same birthday. So oh, Craig's cool. birthday is February 9th and that's also my birthday. So I made a TikTok for him and me really <laughs> about our birthdays and I did like my favorite Craig moments just because he cracks me up. I think he's so funny and I uh, tagged him on Instagram and he didn't respond right away. It took about a week so I was a little bummed. I'm like, "Oh, maybe he didn't see it." Like that's a bummer. And he wrote me back and he just said, "Hey, what's up Morgan?" Like such a Craig thing to say. You know, Aww. I just read the whole thing in his Voice. he's like I love it thanks so much happy belated birthday you know keep doing what you're doing and I just died so that was like my happiest moment when I got a DM from Craig so I'll say that's my answer
0: oh my gosh I love that yes and happy belated to you as well thank
1: you <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so much fun and any like bachelor favorites that you've had over the years
1: oh that's I mean, I would have to say I just had such a good experience with Peter mm-hmm. and I know that he gets a lot of crap on social media, but it's, you know, what you see on TV isn't 100% who that person is. Right. And I just had such a, such an awesome experience with him. He's the only bachelor person I've ever met in real life. Oh, okay. So he was, like I said, he wasn't in a rush to leave or go somewhere else and he wasn't he wasn't preoccupied. He really just sat there and talked to me. I know, I know it's only 5 minutes, but I had a great experience with him. So, I'm going to cast my vote and say Peter. I know that's not <laughs> I know it's not a popular opinion, but it's my opinion. And you love him too, so we're on to something here.
0: Oh yeah, definitely on the same page with that one for sure. Well, I have to say I've met dozens of batch guys and gals and they are all so sweet like I am always blown away how nice and sincere they are and um so highly recommend if you have a chance like meet as many as you can because they're always so much different you know than what you're thinking they're gonna be yeah and I love that they just like pleasantly surprised right they just pleasantly surprise. that's why i do my tub talk show so that we can get to know them after the show because that's who they really are right so that's my right. favorite thing to just kind of give them a redemption or look this is who they really are in real life and that's just so much fun so well morgan it has been so much fun having you i loved connecting with you getting cozy with you please tell everyone where they can find you follow you all the good stuff
1: at Morgan P talks so it's M O R G A N P and then talks T A L K on both TikTok and Instagram. If you go to my TikTok, my Instagram is just linked, so you don't have to really search too far. And thank you, Erin, for having me. I had a blast. This is definitely one of the favorite podcast interviews that I've done. I feel like it was was effortless.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you. That is so sweet. Well, I'd love to have you back. There's going to be so much more to discuss, and I am so excited to keep following your TikToks. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at Getting Cozy with Erin. And also, I have a new podcast out. It's called Batch After Dark. And it's basically a sexy 20 questions with all your batch favorites. The first guest was Mike Johnson. And you guys, he did not disappoint. Your jaws will be on the floor. I was sweating during the recording. It was confessions, stories, hot. Just in a word, hot. So (laughs) please go listen to that. It's on Spotify. And we're going to have a lot of great guests on that coming up as well. So thank you guys again. Please always stay safe and always stay cozy. Till next time. Bye.